Gook, can you hear me? <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, I wonder what we are allowed to talk about in the moment. It is indeed absolutely very confusing times and there seems to be such a, a restriction on what you're allowed to say and, and what you're allowed to think even. You know, I have been in this business of, of having an um, unpopular standpoint uh, for many years because uh, I'm against mandatory vaccination so being against that any kind of medicine should be mandatory so that means that I am for informed consent uh, this is you know informed consent is, is something that we are proud of that's something that we pride ourselves on giving everyone and we are part of a society where we have such a such as you know informed consent is pretty obvious to me you know that you have autonomy over your own body as long as you're not harming anyone as long as you're not going against somebody else's will uh, then you have autonomy over your body it's something we put into writing in a very serious way um, after the, uh, you know, what we call the Nuremberg Code, the Nuremberg Code, which was written after the Nuremberg trials. And, and we had to have some kind of piece of paper that made it very clear that you could not experiment on people against their will, even if they're Jews. You cannot, uh, <laughs> you know, because that's of course what happened during the Second World War. It was that some people were just sought out and used for medical experiments. And apparently there was no law anywhere that stated that that was an illegal thing to do. So we decided to do that. And it's part of the Nuremberg Code. We had... We got to the point where we got autonomy over our body. And what does that mean? It means that you can go to your doctor and agree uh, on a procedure that is going to be done. And you're going to be explained the procedure. And after you have explained the procedure, then you, if it's a very serious informed consent that you're into, then they will ask for your signature. Uh, and even after you have put your signature on that piece of paper, then you are—it's you're still—it's still your right to say, actually, I changed my mind. I don't want this procedure. They can roll you down uh, uh, to anesthesia, and you can lie there on the bed in the gown, and the uh, anesthetist can stand there, ready, holding the mask over your face, ready to to to. Uh, put you under general general anesthetics and in that moment it you it's still your right to say actually i changed my mind i s i don't want to do this anymore that's informed consent that's what i'm for i am for that i and you and anybody can decide and choose what happens to their own body we seem to have no problems whatsoever to understand this when we talk about abortion 
And when we talk about rape, my body, my choice, it seems very easy to understand in that connection. Why is it so difficult to understand when we are talking about vaccines, when we are talking about medication? Why is it not that it's my body, my choice anymore? What happens? What is it? Okay, I have been in this game uh, for <laughs> long enough to know the answers to these questions. I know what it is you're thinking maybe or, or what you're not thinking. What do I know? I, know, I just know what I hear a lot uh, and that is that by, uh, for instance, people will say, you also put on a seatbelt when you're driving a car. Okay, when you're putting on a seatbelt, first of all, I want to say, when you're putting on a seatbelt, this is not something that has to go into your body with an injection. <laughs> you know, it's not something that has to be processed by your blood, by your liver, that uh, has to be fought by your body, because that is what's going to happen. You know, everything that we have in the body Uh, that can't be um, transformed into something else. You know, when we eat an apple, everything from that apple can pretty much be transformed into something else in the body. And, and, and all the stuff that can't be transformed into something, the body is going to get rid of it. So that's like a natural process that happens in the body all the time. But the body is also clever so that it says that when the, <laughs> the body becomes something that can't be, or is given something that can't be transformed into something else in the body, then it's being dealt with as if it's a poison. Because that's what a good body does. That's what a good defense system does. You know, when it gets something into the body that it doesn't recognize and that it can't find out what to use for, then that is what it becomes. It becomes a poison. And that is how I define when I say poison. I don't say that poison is something that is going to kill you immediately. When I say that something is a poison for the body, what I mean is that it's something that's inside your body that cannot be transformed into something else, to a new cell, um, to energy. To, to, to anything like that, then it becomes something that the body wants to get rid of. That's just the way it is. So it's not so much about the amounts. It's not so much about how much, you know, how much can your body tolerate. Basically, <laughs> your body can't tolerate any of it. It's just very good at putting up with it, in a way. Um, when I put on a seatbelt, then it's not like there's anything going to be left inside my body after I take the seatbelt off. So those are, uh, uh, th this is a very big difference from a vaccine. So those two things can hardly be compared. Also because you are, when you put on a seatbelt, you put on the seatbelt to protect yourself. You know, it's kind of like a responsibility. You're saying, hey, I'm looking after myself now. You're not putting on a seatbelt to protect other people, right? Uh, so there is a distinct difference in that as well.
and that just makes me think about this whole thing about uh, uh, what I just said that <laughs> when you put on a seatbelt you do to protect yourself now when we get a vaccine and we get the vaccine to protect others and you know actually when I was little and I got vaccines uh, uh, and I, re I, I remember this completely a conversation that I had with my mother about vaccines um, and I remember I, I was probably it was probably on my way to have a vaccine and I remember the conversation going something like that something like this like okay so I'm going to have a vaccine uh, and I, and this is going to protect me from illnesses and I was like okay well that's a good thing I thought and I remember that oh that's great and then I remember going okay so uh, you can't get sick from the vaccine and my mom told me, well, it does happen sometimes that uh, people do get sick from a vaccine. And this was also at a time where there had been like, um, I can't exactly rem remember which vaccine it was, but there was like a big uh, thing in the media uh, around about vaccines at the time. Um, and then I also remember that I was... Oh, I, I had the understanding that this was something that you chose for yourself whether or not you wanted to have a vaccine or not that it was not because it has um, side effects then of course of course of course of course of course then you can't tell people that they have to have it that's something that I have just grown up and I have understood it like this um and I also understood that it was something that you did for yourself, for your own protection. That's also what I understood. So you take the risk and you take the benefit yourself. You know, this is this is how it is. This it's like you make a choice for yourself. But now we're being told that we have to get vaccinated because of other people. <laughs> and that's um that may that it, it it sounds like a sob story you know i'm so sorry i know that there are people out there that uh, are in in special situations where they are more compromised in their immune system and you know i understand that because i have been through things like that you know um so it's it's not that i don't have understanding for it i i my my baby had meningitis two times in four months i i understand a lot of different things around what it means to be vulnerable and but i also know from that time from myself that i did not go out and rely on other people to get vaccinated or to do certain things in order to protect my child. No, I just did everything I had to do to make sure that my child was completely safe. If you if you have an immunocompromised child, do you really get on the bus and think, uh, yes, everybody here on this bus must be vaccinated because that's what good people do. So now I can just go here on this bus and feel safe i i you know i have a problem with that because it, it's it's how how i would say i would i don't know but i w i would question that choice i would question relying on people uh, getting vaccinated if you are immunocompromised 
I, I think you need to be more informed about how many people that are actually not vaccinated. It's 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 a kind of a, a false security that you're getting there. And also I don't think that it will get to the point where there will be enough people vaccinated <laughs> with enough vaccines and for you know, for for everybody to feel safe with their special conditions out in the public space. Um, and I don't know if that is the society that we want. I, I completely agree and we need to have wheelchair access everywhere. You know, I think that's a great thing that we can do for people and where we can make access for more people. I mean, come on. And it's not like my health is being impacted because you have more wheelchair ramps and because you make better access for people in that respect, you know, that doesn't have any impact on me. But when you're starting to ask people to inject themselves <laughs> with um, different types of components that I don't even want to discuss the components, you know, I it doesn't it doesn't there are a lot of really absolutely horrendous and disgusting things in vaccines that is for sure i don't want to get into any detailed conversations about this ingredient or this ingredient i think when you just look at it as a whole there's a lot of disgusting stuff in there and if you injected these things into an apple and and asked if you could feed it to your baby um then i don't think that you would let me do that um and that's 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 uh, actually leads me to one of the other things that i hear people say uh, when when we discuss vaccines and when we discuss the ingredients in vaccines uh, so for instance maybe there would be one ingredient uh, in a vaccine that you would maybe also get when you eat an apple i mean now i'm just making this example it's 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 not real i'm just making it up but just to kind of like illustrate the the conversation that you can have so you can say okay but you also get mercury when you eat an apple yeah um okay so if there's like trace amounts or something like that of mercury in an apple uh, and i eat that with an apple then we just have to understand again that this is two different situations again it's not the same as getting mercury injected into your arm and let i i'm already i'm already uh, um regret that i picked the word mercury because i can see that there can be so many different conversations coming out of that that i don't even want so just it's just an example okay um but if you if you get mercury injected into your arm it's not the same as getting mercury even in trace amounts you know like get like super small super 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 small uh, amounts of mercury injected into your arm with a saline you know and those are the only two things that you get and you only get uh, uh, as much as as you would get uh, from eating uh, i don't know how many apples um but when you when you get when you eat something first of all then you have a defense system in your body then you have a the digestive system that is uh, um already uh, starting to look for things that are not beneficial for the body and so kind of like uh, uh, 
just get rid of it so that we can just concentrate on getting the good nutrients out into the blood. Um, so that, but there is there is like a, a totally natural defense system uh, that works like that that looks for the good and looks for the bad <laughs> and tries to separate them. When when we get something injected into our body, then we. Uh, then we don't have this process. So the body does not have a chance to uh, do anything about this. It, it's, it's just being put into it, put upon it. You know, the, the immune system, the defense system hasn't had any chance to try and get rid of it on its own. So it's not the same thing. Secondly, also, when we get any component uh, through a natural food source like a whole food source then there's things in there when you separate them and when you take them apart you can um, uh, when you start isolating things when you when you give things in isolation it's not the same as giving it in combination with and the best example for that is uh, where we get sugar from so the plant that we get sugar from you know uh, I can't even remember what it's called right now because I'm thinking about the word in Danish so I'm so sorry but the plant that we get sugar from that that plant is almost only fiber you know it's it's the strongest hardest meanest shit you know and there is a small amount of sugar in there and we are squeezing it out and we are eating it separately. If we ate sugar in the together with the rest of the sugar plant, we would have no problems with sugar because with the sugar, we would also get all the tools, you know, all the fiber, everything that we need, the minerals. I don't know what else is in there and what we do need for digesting sugar, but we would definitely, we would still get the sugar in a much better balance and we would get the sugar with the tools to get rid of it again or to rebuild again. And is this a perfect uh, structure and always, is this always really like that and so on? And I don't know, you know, I'm not sitting, you know, this is not something that I'm saying as a, um, scientific uh, logical claim even though that i would be so convinced that there would be it would be possible to find good evidence for it uh, and if not i think it would be something that would be interesting to make it's just not going to be me uh, that's not my path but um i think that if you just sit down and think about it, that you could make a good case for it and you could say, okay, when I eat whole foods, it's the same thing, you know, with, with, uh, um, um, with good flour where you, where you have the good flour that has been, that has some of the shell of the, of the seed, uh, as well inside the flour, you know, where you have more fiber, for instance and you have a lot of nutrients you know once we once we peel the shell of the the wheat then um, we are losing some of the ingredients that we need to be able to digest the wheat prop uh, product properly so it's just the same thing you know when you c it it's ridiculous to sit down and compare 
uh, our body's reaction to an isolated injected substance and to compare that to when we get it in natural in the in to in the natural way way through a whole food where you also get lots of other components um, that will help your body deal with the one component that can be difficult when you get it isolated. So it's just not a, 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 a fair comparison and it's also definitely not a scientific one. And now I have never okay this this has been my this has been one thing that I have been talking about for so many years um and actually the when you when you look at it uh, now and you see how many people would take the covid vaccine then i then I hear numbers that there's fifty percent of the people in the u s they have already decided they don't want to take the vaccine so I don't know where I heard it. Some random news somewhere. There was people talking about it. There were people from both sides talking about it, and but they were sort of agreeing about the number, and not so much agreeing on what the problem was. That, but uh, uh, nevertheless, that that is uh, what it looks like. So it looks like that th all this talk about vaccines has brought us somewhere, because there is a much better understanding of the problems around vaccines. We had some bad luck, you know, we had some bad luck. The HPV vaccine, I mean, that did nothing for, <laughs> um, what should we say, the, ge the general public's positive view on vaccines. I think that put in a lot of um, insecurity into people and I know also at least from the Danish authorities, they have also said, oh my God, we dealt with this in a really, really bad way. You know, maybe it would have been smarter if we had dealt with it in a better, better way. And that's exactly right, because just to go out and deny that there's some people that have problems with vaccines is just desperate. It seems so desperate. Why is it that we, that you can't get some of the people that are working for us and they are paid for by taxpayers money why can't they go out and take a stance for these people to take a stance for people that suffer from side effects from vaccines and let's just you know put it all together suffer from side effects from medications we have specialists for everything there, there, there are so many specialists um completely different topic I would like to talk about at a different time but let's just say we have so many specialists do you think there is somewhere you can go and talk to a specialist in side effects is there a side have you ever heard about a side effects specialist that is has a lot of experience with uh, in particular side effects from vaccines you know, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it make you feel so much safer if you could go to such a person that you, you know, if you have any hesitancy about vaccines, if, if you could talk to your doctor about it and first of all, be met in your, with your questions, with your um, demand or your wanting or desire or whatever for proper informed consent about this before you do it. 
<coughs> for yourself or for your child. Um, if 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 at least your doctor could say, well, do you know what? Uh, uh, we have also just to if you should get any problems with this, then I just want to let you know that we have a really good specialist here in our town, and he has some very good results already with other people who had side effects from this procedure or from this vaccine. So, you know, if something goes wrong, there's still help for you. And why is he not saying that? Well, he isn't saying that because there is no such thing. And if something does happen to you when you have a vaccine, then your doctor, he's the one that is supposed to help you. That's the best thing you're going to get. That's your GP. And whatever he knows, that's the information you're going to get. There is a high risk that he won't even uh, uh, recognize that there could have been some problems with the vaccine because there is this view in the public health sector that people don't get sick from vaccines and uh, uh, that's that. They even say the science is settled and anybody who knows anything about science will also know that that is the most unscientific statement that you can bring because no science is ever settled. But there is no dialogue about it. There is no um, ground where we can meet about these things. I know so many people that have been told by their doctor that they can't come there anymore because they're not vaccinating their children. That's how it is. It's like you can't come into my practice if you don't vaccinate your children. So where are these people supposed to go? Okay, so then they go out and they go and search for their own answers and their help other places and then they find alternative medicine and then you think it's so strange that they find alternative medicine and then they find alternative medicine and then they find out that alternative medicine work and then you say that they are just ridiculous and that they're stupid and that they're dumb and that they are a threat to society and all of that jazz that you either stand for yourself or that you have heard people yell at you or maybe you are afraid of having people yelling at you so if you tell people you can't come in my practice anymore then you shame people for going somewhere else and then you shame them for finding new solutions that actually work and that they find work better and then you start shaming them for that it's a little bit Actually, I heard this example. Uh, it's like um, when we fail uh, treating people in uh, the psych in psychiatry. So what do we do? We get these people. They come in and we try and treat them with pills, um, and they don't actually get better. We just give them medicine, and then they get released from hospital and continue their medicine. And then at one point, the medicine is not enough and then they start using instead or we take the prescription away from them and then they find out that they can buy the same drugs on the street instead and then they become drug addicts and then we shame them for being drug addicts but actually you could say that the people that come from psychiatry that are drug addicts today they are just the people that has just been failed so badly by our system and if you wanted to you could look at some of the people that come to alternative medicine in the same way. You have 
fail them in mainstream allopathic medicine you have not delivered you have not looked after these people well enough even when they have complied to your treatment so when you come how do you become skeptical about vaccines i can the best route or best route to become skeptical about vaccines is experiencing damage from one So you were the compliant one, <laughs> you went and you got the vaccine and then you had a side effect from it and then you choose not to get vaccinated anymore. And then now you are a bad, bad, bad anti-waxer. How is that fair? How is that fair? There was one time I got asked this question in a, in for, for some a news program in, in Denmark where they because somebody in Denmark had measles and and they wanted to hear my opinion about that and my opinion about vaccines and they also asked me because first of all I told them that I am against anything mandatory and I'm also against mandatory vaccines uh, so then they would s then they would claim that it would be uh, an unsolidarity that i was being unsolidaric i really hope that i'm using the right word that that i was uh, when you choose not to vaccinate that you're letting your group down that you're letting all the others down and i just looked at this guy and i said to him do you want to talk about letting people down is that what we are going to talk about is this is that what it's about because then we can talk about okay and i Then I said some other things, but this is what I'm thinking about right now. Letting people down, you know, the biggest let, you can't let people more down than when you have someone that has a baby and they want to be good parents and they come down with their baby and they give them to the doctor and the doctor vaccinates the child because we have an understanding that this is what we do. And then that child gets sick and then you deny that that could have anything to do with the vaccine, even without even seeing the child. That is letting other people down. So the, when you first, when you have a severely vaccine damaged child in your house, it's going to take a toll on all of your relationships. It's going to take a toll on your job, on your finances, how you can live, where you can go on a holiday. You know, you get a whole new big bag of worries and you have no one out there that can help you. That is letting down. That is letting somebody down. We need to have a system in place that pick up people, that gets hurt by vaccines if there's ever going to restore any faith again if you in this system i think it's this is going one way i think more and more people are going to get their eyes open and i think also um that the next couple of years uh, watching what happens over the next couple of years i think that's going to be very 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 uh, determining people's faith in vaccines are more people going to want vaccines or are less people going to want vaccines from where i'm sitting here from you know spending my time 
mostly with people who choose not to vaccinate their children and themselves. I'm a homeopath, you know, I'm basically a witch already. I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, uh, I I have been here for a long time, and I can tell you, if you are like a politician that is listening right now, you know, if you want to um, get more people to convert to vaccines, then I think there's a couple of things that uh, you could do to help that on the way. First of all, I think you should allow. Uh, people to use alternative medicine together with vaccines if you absolutely want people to do that then if you could say okay i will also give you free session session somewhere or i will also provide you with this protocol or something like this you could get more people to vaccinate if you combine those things uh, i have to say yeah anyway <laughs> uh, another thing you could do is to have specialists people that know how to deal with these things you know when 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 problems do occur you know have a system in place you know there's specialists for everything why not have specialists for this i mean who would not be in favor of having specialists for this it doesn't matter if you're for vaccines or against vaccines then wouldn't you want to have a system like this and then you can see if the people are redundant and they have nothing to do. Well, you know, then you can reevaluate. But you know, if 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 we want to make more, if if having specialists in the area would make more people compliant and vaccinate more, wouldn't that be the responsible thing to do as a politician? And then we really absolutely have to openly and caringly as a society look after the people where it goes wrong. Right now, it feels like you are being punished if you have some a side effect from a vaccine. It's like people start turning their back on you. They start saying that you're crazy. They start being... They, they start treating you in a different way because they are like in this code where there's like no you must be crazy if you say you have something from a vaccine and also what are you going to do about it it doesn't feel like any doctor is equipped to actually deal with this it's almost like it's a shameful thing to deal with with a, as a doctor today so you are being ejected you are being uh, you become stinky Nobody wants to touch you. And, 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 and if you are going somewhere to talk to somebody, it may even say in your notes that you are a difficult one, that, that you have certain um, convictions about vaccines or anything else. And the ridicule can continue when you go from specialist to specialist. It breaks my heart that you have people that now have children with special needs and they are being treated in this way by their doctors and by their authorities. We need to look after these people. We need to recognize that it does go wrong sometimes and then we need to help the people that are damaged by this and not punish them, which is what is happening right now. I think these things, and this is things that I talk about with people in private, you know, it's things that I would actually like to talk about some more. But when I, I also just have to 
you know, I, I know that this is not a conversation that I would be able to have on Facebook like this because we wouldn't get very far into the conversation. And because as soon as you mentioned this topic about vaccines, that's it, you are in a certain way, here we go, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then on top of it, of course, I'm also a homeopath, which is just for some people. Um, yeah, I don't know. They don't like they, they they don't like homeopathy for whatever reason. But that can make people think they 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 won't be able to hear anything clearly that comes out of my m- mouth when they are just holding on to their beliefs about homeopathy like that. That's okay with me. But it just makes it very, very difficult sometimes to have conversations about this. But then I realize, hey, I can talk about these things on my podcast. So here we are. This is what I think about it. And th- those are, those were my reasons why I'm thinking about it. So uh, there's a, there's I, I also just want to say, like, most people that I know in, in this um, field <laughs> of activism... Uh, no, it's not that we're against vaccines, but we want safe vaccines. And at least we want openness around vaccines. And should it be mandatory? No. If you want to give a medical product with va- with side effects to a, an otherwise healthy person, then you are already uh, taking a calculated risk. Now you can sit down, down and then you can calculate how high is your risk. And then you also have to take into consideration that it's um that it's probably not everything <laughs> that is stated on this on the side effects list you know who knows there are some other rarer things that happen uh and who knows for how long the studies they went on for that this list has been compiled from um but we should just need to have a grander openness around this and it feels suspicious to me that it's not being embraced more that we are not saying of course okay if this is what you guys need uh, for for this very very important vaccine program to be successful then we are going to deliver that and we are going to see what we can do to meet you there i have heard nothing but empty words i have heard promises from different authorities and organizations about wanting to start talking in a better way with patients uh, and they have probably also written an email out to their doctors to say please don't shame your patients if they don't want to be vaccinated but i can tell you it's happening every day so those are just empty words there's nothing really happening on that account um but that's what we need to do if you ever is going to succeed with any vaccine programs that doesn't have to be injected into mothers and their children's with force that's all i have to say for this time thank you for listening <laughs>